I didn't have our holiday theme loaded, so I had some sleigh bells play under this thing. Oh, well, they're jing jing jingling too. Yeah. So we had uh, some sleigh bells on our show this week. It's after I all. I was hoping you were actually foleying those in. Yes, I was. I have my sleigh bells here. I was just jingling them, Squeezer. See? Shaking them now. It's very consistent. Yeah, I've got a, I got a consistent arm. It's years of practice. I was about 12 years old. I discovered, you know, something happened when I made this movement, and I never really, you know, stopped practicing. We are at 34 seconds in, including the music. <laughs> I think that's a new record. <laughs> well, I'll be talking about. I'm, I'm off sure it doesn't kid. beat your record, but. <laughs> New record for this show. That's uh, two now we got in there. Oh, okay. Well, Thanksgiving is over uh, officially. The Christmas season. Some people start before. Some people start right after. I think December one is a good start date, and we're already at December th- two. <laughs> I almost <laughs> said three. Uh, oh, it will be three soon. Yeah. By be. the time we're done with the show, it will be. How was your Ready? long? vacation uh it was nice it was nice it was the longest i've been at home in uh in one stretch in i don't know was it uh seven months now or something it was (laughs) that's a lie (laughs) actually no no because that's where we moved so i was here for a little bit but no uh it was nice i got a lot done we uh christmas decorated is the first time i actually got christmas decorations up like thanksgiving weekend Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm I did. Um, we didn't do. I'm hoping to do it this weekend. I got my glue gun ready to go. I gluing that <laughs> shit up there. What did you watch? The Macy's holiday uh, Thanksgiving trip. That Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The, the yeah, the step and repeat show. I mean, what is a parade anyway? I mean, it, it's no. It's really no different than yeah. I mean, the the only difference that from watching as a viewer at home, the only difference is no audience. Uh, yeah. No viewers. No. And I mean, really, it's nothing because you only see that one little spot. Yeah, it's really nothing. Anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. The best balloon was the 90s rock balloon. And I was, so, I was kind of taken aback. It looked so fake, the way it was shot. Just And also, it didn't help that because the parade was shot over the course of like three or four days and yeah. then cut together. Yeah. Some stuff was live. But like it was rain, it was miserable and rainy up in New York when it was going on, and they cut this beautiful blue sky with the rocks floating through it, and it almost didn't look real. But it was awesome looking. Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Um, I, Fanny I, pack I and all was up here in the uh, Rad Cave, and Enchantress called for me because I heard him talking about Young Rock. Because I looked over the ba- banister and I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" She paused it so I could snap a picture for <laughs> the gram. And um, yeah, I was I was like, that's it. That's the best float of the parade. 
Best one. They won. And then, you know, we ate dinner for two because there's no traveling for Thanksgiving. And um, we put on planes, trains, and automobiles. She went sleepy oh, pies. Way to go. And then I watched the first viewing of Christmas Vacation Squeezer. Nice. And I was like, hey. Very nice. I, so the scene comes Good on. timing. Yes. When, when uh, Cousin Eddie's clearing the shitter. And Clark's wearing the double zero Griswold Blackhawks jersey. Fuck the Blackhawks. Yeah, well, I don't care about hockey whatsoever. And I was like, I wonder if they sell that jersey because I know they sell the um, Rick Vaughn Indians jersey, 99. Mm-hmm. So I went on Amazon and for like $29, I got like a stunning sewn on replica with the fucking fight strap in it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Usually you don't, uh, is an actual like throwback Blackhawks? Yeah. Is it kind of like. No, it's nice. it's throwback black. It's like one of those Chinese knockoffs you get that look almost exactly like the authentic jerseys. Wow. Yeah, you're, I mean, if that were the real thing that you're looking at, it'd be a couple hundred for the jersey, and then they jack it up more just because it's a licensed Christmas vacation one. Right. Uh, so there was a. Uh, uh, I always knew they sold like a a Monty Moose one or whatever the fuck the guy is from uh, from Wally's World. Mart. Marty? Marty Marty Moose, uh, with a Christmas hat on and it had Griswold. Marty on it. Moose, but uh, I didn't want that. I wanted the one Clark wears, so I got that. I also got from Roosevelt's, you know that um, Ghostbusters and the Ultimate Warrior Hogan shirts I have, the button downs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got a I got a Clark Griswold one. So, oh nice. And then um, yeah, well, I was we came in the Home Alone on NES. I never pl- I had Home Alone on Game Boy. And the music I, was. I had. I only had Home Alone two on Game Boy. I never had one. We had Home Alone one. The music's like dun 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 dun. So I thought it would be like that. I pulled up the Nintendo one. It's awful, and the graphics and the colors are so bad. It looks like a, a Game Boy game played on the Super Game Boy. Ooh, that's never good. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. So yeah. I uh, I didn't like that, but uh, we watched. So the, the, the Sunday night, uh, the Sunday night movie was Joe's asking about it. The Coming to America was awesome. Uh, oh, nice! Even uh, broadcast with all the <laughs> fucks and everything edited out. Like it's still it's still awesome. The movie is one of my favorite movies ever. It's such a great. So movie. you're saying you're saying, and you know what we can do? We're gonna try this today. You're saying you can be funny, you can entertain people, you can put on a show and not use profanity. No, you, you like you still say them, see them mouthing it, Squeezer, and you know what they're fucking covering it up. It's funny. Oh, you just yeah, but we well, can't I said do they that took the, the fucks off. People can't see our mouths. Right. Well, well, now modern television, you can't see mouths anyway. Everyone with the masks and whatnot. So, oh, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Lip sync's no longer an issue. Nope. You can. Hey, I need you to say something. Well, I don't know. I just need a shot of you talking, reacting to that. What should I say? I don't know. You have a dog? Yeah. Tell me about your dog. And literally the guy is talking about his dog when he's talking about you know, God knows what the hell else. Yeah. Mm. It's great. Yeah, ADR. Much easier. Mm-hmm. E-Rock said he just ordered a Zach Morris Bayside High basketball jersey. That's cool. Ooh, nice. 
That's cool. So yeah, the, I, I wore it the first night, the Clark Griswold jersey, and then I took it off and I laid it on the dining room table. The cats quickly made a bed out of it, and that's what it is now. It's cat bed. As they as they should. Yes. As they should. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I spent money on that. I'm sure it's very nice, but it's I a spent black thirty one way or the other, and it should smell like cat piss. Well, they they're good girls. They do not pee. Squeezer, my uh, God. Make a call. They do not. Oh, good God. Um, speaking of, rest in peace. The sweet, sweet, sweet um, Pat Patterson. The, Wait, speaking of, I was talking about cat piss, and you bring up Pat Patterson. Well, I started doing my Vince impression. Oh, okay. one of yeah. I was really, I was bummed when I heard that. I mean, he was old and he had cancer, but he's uh, like seventy-five. That's not old anymore. Now we're halfway there. Um, you know, he was a better pizza. Oh, you're going to go do the finish. The finish has some bananas. Better pizza. Pat Patterson, world first intercontinental champion, Rio de Janeiro. Oh, Rio de Janeiro. I'm not, he's not Italian. He's Montreal. He's, <laughs> he's French-Canadian. It's like, I, I thought you were going to start counting for Michael and doing the days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We were watching Fargo, and there was a a scene with a certain person holding a bag of oranges, and I go, oh, that motherfucker's about to die. And Enchantress is like, how do you know that? I'm like, he's holding oranges. She's like, what does that mean? I was like, uh, Godfather? She's like, oh, I never <laughs> noticed that. I'm like, oh, yeah, watch. And he died. Also, I was like, the camera keeps pushing up behind him. Someone's going to come up behind him. It's fucking foreshadowing with camera movement. And she's like, nerd! <laughs> Just like over. Uh... So you're saying I should watch it, huh? Fargo? Yeah. Chris Rock's sublime in it. Mm. All right. Maybe. And he also said it was his favorite thing he ever shot. Really? Yes. All right. Well, yeah, because you get to wear a fedora. I have one. I never get to wear it. Look like a weirdo. I look like Boss Baby. You do look like Boss Baby in a fedora. It's adorable. Yeah. I want you to wear a fedora all the time now. I'll go find it. <laughs> my little Boss Baby. Yes, uh, Sting is in AEW. I saw that. It's one of my news. I'll get to my news. You want to hear some news, Squeezer? Yeah. Jo- Joe already ruined it by spoiling my news with the spoiler. Joe. Well, I mean, there's only like seven people reading it. So all right. Kind of. Uh, what do you think of Mandalorian? Everyone knows Ahso- Ahsoka is there. Oh, I am beyond thrilled right now. It was good. I know you're not. You're not too. I like. You don't want what I want. N- I don't know but... what you want, but I don't know that shit. I never saw Rebels or in all oh, of Clone Wars. That's uh, fantastic. This is. I think the show is going to go much. It's much bigger now than. In scope than anything else. The last, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Or should I? I mean, fuck it. But, but like the whole, like the name of the reveal, even Ahsoka showing up, all of that, none all of that, right. everything that happened your pants up until on. the very last words of that show. I mean, not last words, but that, what she asked. I, I everything s- else before that was basically moot. That just, they just 
basically hit the reset and like this show is so much bigger or yeah, something okay. bigger is coming uh, down the pipe right. and they'll just tease okay. that. Cal calm down. All right, sorry, I got excited. She... I've been waiting for this guy. Oh, I thought oh, right. I was right. waiting it's to okay. hear his name. Right. Stop the train. Like... Stop the train. All right. She's only in one episode, so I think it was just throwing a bone to you fucking rebel nerds, all right? That's all they were doing. Nope. How do you no. how you just said nope with no you're like fucking Donald Trump saying he won the election. You have no evidence. <laughs> yeah, and in four years, you're going to see who was right. <laughs> I'm just, maybe in the future, yes, but this season, she is only in one oh, episode. No, no, I know, I know that. I, in fact, it's it's credited as that. Like they, yes, I know. Ezra, no, he is... thinks she's going to show up. She's the one with that weird dog animal, correct? That you were saying. Ezra's a guy. Ezra, he is the guy, whoever. He's a guy. Yes. Not her. I don't. It sounds like a girl's name, it's, quite frankly. You're, you're talking about you're talking about the Loth Cat. Loth yeah. Cat, yeah. Is Ezra? Wait, is Ezra the main character of Rebels? Yes. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. A friend of mine is a writer on the show. Yeah. Fr toot, toot. A, a friend. Well, well, you should you know show some love. <laughs> I know. I'm a horrible. It's horrible a little, it's a little it's a little slow to get started, but in the end, it's like oh shit balls, and now this is even bigger shit balls. So yeah, I'm I'm really pumped for something down the line. Well, I think the, we'll see more. What, what do you think of the name Grogu? Eh, I I I'm on the same page as you on that. They never say it again the rest of the season. Never gonna hear yeah. it again. Nope. No. Nope. And I think that's the point because yep. he, he wouldn't call him then. He called him. The, Come on, kid. And that's he responded to that. Yeah, he's gonna say kid. That's that's the cowboy way to do it. He's a cowboy. Yeah, he's a cowboy. You know, on a steel horse he rides. So, he's wanted, yes. dead or alive. It, but, uh, you know what? Wow. They they should really uh I, as much as I love the music. No, that's that uh, you know, scores the catch best. already took it, so too bad. They probably <laughs> went for it. They're like, "Ah, sorry, there's a crab fishing show that's been on for 30 years, but so you can't use it." They're like, "Fuck. All right. We'll come up with some awesome like uh, sci-fi western blend-up score." Um Yeah, no. And and I, I thought it was kind of weird because I'm like, every, oh man, the internet was fucking pissed. They're like, it's awful. It ruined the whole show. It's like, no. Grogu? Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the internet. They're stupid. Mm. Um, basically, anyone that goes on the internet and talks is an idiot. Mm. And mm -hmm. um, Howard Stern was saying as much this I, morning. Yeah. Yeah. And now, uh, Grogu, it, it is what it is. You're, ne you're still going to, uh, they'll, they'll probably just call him maybe like, hey, kid now or. As far as like marketing, you're not gonna get the Grogu Funko Pop. It's not gonna say Grogu on it. The child. Yeah, the child, the kid. Yeah, it's the child that's important. Its name doesn't matter. Every there's about a, a billion pieces of Baby Yoda merch out there, and they all say the child. Oh wait. What what I want to know is, I want I want to know who saved Grogu now. That's the bigger question. There's some there's some shenanigans going on during. Uh, Revenge of the Sith and during the Clone Wars that we didn't know about. Someone got him out of there. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, with the coffee. Sorry. Sorry. I, I was I was quite smug about it. I'm like, yeah, that was I'm, a I'm, smug I'm sip. It was you a were rubbing that in my sip. face there. That was as pompous as it gets. <laughs> ah, yep. yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you can tell. I'm I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Um, so Sting's and uh, 
Sting is in uh, AEW, like Joe said. But again, I don't care. AEW. You're mean. Even though I haven't watched since I moved, but yeah. I'll get back into it. I, everyone predicted it because back in October, WWF just stopped selling his merchandise in the shop. Ah. That's pretty much okay. He's moving on. And Sting hasn't been good since he picked up the whole crow gimmick. He was good with the bleach blonde flat top and the oh, oh Jesus, <laughs> the scorpion. That, that was thirty years ago. Yeah, that was my Sting. Did you see? So the McRib's back again, Squeezer. Uh, all right. <laughs> you were with me when I had my first one. I was there. I was there. I yeah, I was with I, you. That was my first one. Oh, was it your first one too? Yeah, I was always. I, I always. I'm like, nah, that just seems weird. I, I'm. I'm like you, but with beef. Like you're a snobby little kid wants his chicken nuggets. I just wanted a plain simple 99 cent cheeseburger mm. yeah we tried it i didn't i didn't even like quarter pounders i didn't want big macs i didn't want any of that but, yeah you know. and was, even to this day i'd really rather just have a little cheeseburger it was meh and then i bit into it and half of it squeezed out the bottom of the right. bun i got yeah. sauce everywhere mm-hmm. and i watched a goatee chained up monster um devour <laughs> like 30 of them yeah yeah did you, so McDonald's made news. They, they had a viral tweet. So that monolith, that uh, 2001 style monolith that appeared in the Utah desert that's now appearing in the California desert. Mm. Oh, it showed up there. Uh, I know some guys ripped the one out in Utah. Well, there was the people who put it in and ripped it out. Apparently. Was it? Yeah. Or like someone of, 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 with authority to, to rip it out. No, no. These guys, they were just some like local, like, like uh hiker group guys that were apparently like ranting like you don't leave your trash on public land and oh that's what i read yeah but i did read it on the internet so mm. could all be wrong um so mcdonald's photoshopped the monolith to look like a drive through speaker <laughs> <laughs> and it and it said uh welcome to mcdonald's what can i get you it's actually pretty funny uh, Oreo replied, we'll take a minute. Oreo McFlurry, please. They got in on the act. Uh, Sprite said, so the secret is out. Spicy Sprite is powered by aliens. Uh, Eminem said, of course, we'll take an Eminem's McFlurry. Uh, Xbox said, y'all got the McRib? Um, someone tweeted, even in space, ice cream machine will still be broken. Uh, Sour Patch Kids replied, yeah, can I get a... Um, there was some good, like everyone, everyone had, uh, all the, all the big names were firing at them. That's when you know you're really good when the other, when the other brands are tweeting back. <laughs> it's like, um, when Homer gets the, the lard lad donut guy to get the other, uh, advertisements to terrorize the town, but it's on Twitter. Hmm. Yes. The, um, okay. So here's the story. It's right under here. Uh, the 2001 like monolith in Utah copycats have popped up first in Romania now in California. Oh, it looks like a copycat. Um, Pine Mountain in Atascadero. Uh, do we know where that is, Joe? Atascadero. 
Nope. Okay, moving on. Um. So anyway, yeah, the Pat Pat. I'm interested to hear Bruce on Friday here because he was such a good friend of Pat's. Uh, whenever they did the live show and Pat was there, he'd come out and belt out my way. Uh, the Rock did a nice tribute to him today. Vince McMahon tweeted, <clears throat> uh, Pat Patterson no, was more than the first Intercontinental Champion and a father of the Royal Rumble match. He helped lay the foundation for the WWE as we know it. His mentorship <laughs> shaped careers. His creativity sparked innovation. And his friendship lifted spirits. My God, we love you, Pat. We miss you. Oh, God. So sad. <laughs> 79 he was, Squeezer. 79. He was a little older than 75. All right. You're you're halfway there, then. Am I? Uh, let me do the math. And I'm not there no, yet. No. I am not. Ha-ha! Close. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, Wait, let's, let's let's read some reviews. Can you, can you even get this? I'm trying to do math in my head now. What's a square root of seventy nine? Do you even need to know square root of seventy nine? Just divide by two. I'm not a good square root. I guess you just. I think you just gotta divide by two. I forget exactly what stuff? a square root is. To be, if I'm gonna be frankly transparent with you, Squeezer, I could not tell you what a square root is off the top of my head. Ah, uh, yeah, it's the little. It, it's the little. No, I know what the signal looks is. like. A check mark. No, I know yeah. that, but I don't know what like how to perform a square root. It's the itself the like four. I all I know I is I don't like four know. is the square root of sixteen. I don't. I don't want to know. Zeb's gay, baby. Zeb's gay. According to Joe. I never knew that. I have to go back and watch Rebels and try to like pick up on that. That's I don't okay. Know. It's a fan it theory. Um. But uh, if they like aliens in Star Wars, do they all have to be like by gender as well? Like, can you have more than? What about like you know? Yeah, we don't know. Uh, we don't know. What the hell? Uh, not anthropomorphic. Uh, a like asexual aliens, you know. God, if we were all just asexual, things would be so much easier. Uh, that's some good reviews. So Jeremiah B. Frog, who I'm pretty sure is our friend, Eric from Texas, wrote a good one. Zeus's <laughs> B-Hall, your best. Losers always want about their best. Winners go home and F the prom king. <laughs> you go, Squeezer was the prom king. Really? <laughs> Cox's gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best review we ever got. Is this all? Is this going to be in our canon in our our uh, our Top Gun world? When uh, we when we start doing our remakes, when we do a remake of Top Gun, we'll do a remake of The Rock. Sure. Um. So here's another one from OG Tru Kid. He says, or she he says, totally rad. Stole my wife's phone to leave another review because everyone should know how amazing this podcast is. It brings back so many awesome memories. It's like being in a DeLorean for your ears with the best hosts on any podcast ever. Squeezer and not Squeezer. Just kidding. We all appreciate Ryan's impressions. We all greatly appreciate Ryan's impressions. So I want to leave that out. Except my wife. <laughs> but we both love yeah. this show. 
Ah, oh, oh, what's wrong, sweetheart? You don't love this. <laughs> Ah. It's like a DeLorean, a DeLorean for your ears when it gets plowed over by a train. <laughs> Which it does. All right. Yeah. Well, we got a full house tonight. Sean, everybody's here. Oh, Ferris, what up? The whole crowd. Sean's here. It's Christmas. It's Christmas music. And we might as well start talking about Christmas music. And so we can get off topic right away. Right off topic, right off the handle. Uh, you go first this week, Squeezer. Um, Sweet. Here is Mr. Squeezer's first pick. good song yeah um I, this is might be my favorite christmas song it's this is one of my favorite this is one of my favorite smashing pumpkin songs is because it's so creepy <laughs> it's not but it, it is but it isn't like it, it's creepy just because billy corgan's singing it so instantly it just adds some gravitas to creep yeah but i think if you listen it's very If you took his lyrics out, it could, it could kind of be, or his voice out, it could kind of be kind of light and airy, no? Um. Got that dee 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 dee. I always think of, like, Mario after you grab the whistle and you're falling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. He wrote he wrote yeah. the song, too. Billy, Billy did. Oh, uh, the music to Super Mario Brothers 3? He might have. No. Oh yeah, and there's uh, that that fife, yeah, that Native American fife thing that I used to have to listen to every year, sitting up on the roof of a hotel, while they're down there making you feel guilty for taking their land. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, th th this is I I, I want to go. So this song means a little more to me now, and I want to get all sentimental around people's day and shit. But well, if you actually listen to it, it's like it's a very sweet. It, like to me, it's very Christmassy song, and it's just about being happy, watching other people be happy. Since what? what like is, this song is about like us now, or me now. Not yeah. Just say like, what? What when Ian's digging up the bodies on his uh, cabin? <laughs> Oh no, I got I got my own I got my own theory behind what it's really about. But just like me, like I am happy now. Like I don't need anything for Christmas. But seeing my kids happy, that makes me happy. And also, you know, I got one tied on, so but uh no, it's actually a very sweet sentimental song. Um unless you want to go with my my preferred interpretation of it, which is that it's actually about our never-ending wars, and it's Christmas time for the military-industrial complex. There'll be toys for everyone. 
Yes. He could have made it more industrial then. No, I, I, it's it's a hidden message. Hmm. Okay. He was trying to change it up. There, you know, it gets it's it a little industrial, a little, a lot. Yeah, he didn't want to make it so obvious this time. Yeah, it's the Enron song. Enron song. Enron, run, run, Enron, run. No, Pumpkins did not have a Christmas album. This was on a very special Christmas three. The very special Christmas were a compilation Christmas theme albums to benefit Special Olympics. And they all had that similar artwork on it. I remember getting this one and when it came out. September 23rd, 1997 at Bradley's with my dad. That's so specific, it's scary. I bought two. I remember walking in, going to the music section. I remember standing there. I remember picking them out. And, and I, 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 I could picture in my mind standing there and being in Bradley's. Like It was all the way. So if you're, if you're looking at the front and mm-hmm. like the, the um, snack, bars snack bars to the left to the left behind you all the way to the back left or the front left corner of the store was the music mm-hmm. section and I got I th- never made it past a snack bar I got this album and Secondhand Smoke by Sublime a compilation oh. uh, released also uh, in 1997 actually this was released in November 11, 1997 I think I got them closer to Christmas so um it was the first album released after the self-titled Sublime. Uh, yes. Keith Haring artwork. Um, and there's a lot of good songs on Very Special Christmas 3. I think it's the best of all of them. I Saw Three Ships by Sting. Christmas Time, one Squeezer just talked about. Natalie Merchant does some song, which I don't know. Uh, a bu- Reverend Run and the Christmas All-Stars featuring Mace, Puff Daddy, Snoop Dogg, Salt and Pepper, Onyx, and Keith Murray do Santa Baby. No Doubt does Oi to the World, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Shell Crow does Blue Christmas. Blues Traveler does a song called Christmas, which I talked about on the first, if you go back in November of 2017, it's on my original Christmas list. I almost missed it, too. I'm like, I know we did a Christmas song show. I didn't realize it was that long ago, and it was yeah. actually in November. Here's a tip for E-Rock. You know who wrote uh, with John Popper, the Christmas song, the Christmas by Blues Traveler. A little man named Ernest Anastasio. You may know him. When as... did Anastasio die? What? When did Anastasio die? He didn't. His his name his nickname no, is. No, it's it's a oh. Christmas West Wing christmas episode reference come on uh, oh geez oh, what an idiot uh, i can't believe yeah, i missed Jesus. that no his name is his nickname is trey anastasio mm-hmm. you might know him from a little band called fish never heard of him yeah well i know e-rock is a fan uh the christmas song by hootie and the blowfish was actually a pretty good cover of it uh ava maria by chris cornell which is fucking haunting it's <laughs> yeah it, it i i actually after the fact i'm like uh, i should have picked this one but eh, it was, it'll be on next year i guess actually next year we should just go through this whole album and we mm. knock it all out uh christmas in the city by mary j blige santa claus is back in town by johnny lang 
a Christmas song by Dave Matthews. Uh, Christmas is now drawing near at hand by Steve Winwood. Uh, oh, Holy Night by Tracy Chapman and We Three Kings by Patti Smith. Good album, fun album, very special. That Christmas is three. very 1997. Uh, I- yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> and then, well, Steve Winwood showed up. Well, Steve Winwood. I guess everyone. Ne- he, What's uh, that? He, he showed up on his yacht, ready to uh, play oh, Christmas. I, I love, I, I love me some Steve Winwood, but it's like everyone, all these bands here, it's like they needed their dad to give them a ride to the recording studio. <laughs> so it back in the highlights. Steve pop in. Yeah. He brought him on the yacht. Yeah, well, that song was from '84, so. Yeah, but um, Yacht Rock is what I'm saying. Yes. Oh, no, I love me some Yacht Rock. I don't know how that term became a thing, but it's hysterical. I didn't really even know it was a thing, but people started describing what it was. I'm like, oh, yeah, I listened to all that. Yeah, that's your favorite genre. (laughs) You you and the president of our company are the two biggest fans of Yacht Rock on the planet. Like, ah, Doobie Brothers, Fox, Squeezer, and John are going to be there. I liked, I liked, I'm I'm a very... After all my my dark seated uh, uh, notions, your dark notions, dark yeah, all, all my new metal from high school. Now I just need to mellow out. So it's just uh, like uh, like smart EDM, trip hop, and yacht rock. Yeah, so I just yeah. you listen to smart EDM. Yeah, it's basically just like three beats, just like. Basically, like if you get one of those spa machines, mm. that—that's what comes out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just sit there and stare off into the nothingness. Mm. It's like it's like it's like being in a planetarium. Well, that's something. Shall we move on to my first pick? That's kind of it's trying to find a a mellow version of Tangerine Dream. That's my goal in life. Mm. Oh. Yeah, well, they are what, mellower than Tan- Tangerine Dream. Yes, I'm. I'm working on it. Had Dylan not gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's close. So my first pick. I'm going a whole new wave here, buddy. My my style.
Ah. I got a lot of new wave on the night show, Squeezer. Nice. As long as you don't have any Lucas with the lid off, we should be good. <laughs> oh, we got pop for um, Prince in um, the the anniversary show. Oh, when we were talking Batman? Yeah, and um, I fought it and won. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I fought the law and I won. <clears throat> this is by a band that I never heard of before called The Waitresses. It is a uh, very post-punk new wave, and mm-hmm. it is from 1981. It's called Christmas Rapping, but W-R-A-P-P-I-N-G. Get it? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, well, it, like gift uh, rapping, but it's a homonym. I, 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 Could also be I, the hip-hop yeah. term. I, yeah. Uh, when Mrs. Squeezer asked me what we're doing, like right before we went on, she goes, oh, what's what show are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's Christmas songs. I rattle off my list, and she just gave me this blank stare. She's like, why aren't you doing Christmas rapping by the waitresses? I'm like, well, Ryan's doing it. No, like, you well, gave me your list good. first. No, I, yeah, I, I didn't tell her that. I didn't steal it from you. <laughs> I know, but she doesn't need to know that. This song was written because they were told by their label that each artist had to record a Christmas song, and, um... The a woman who wrote it, Chris Butler, uh, or I think it made me a man, hated Christmas. <laughs> um, quote, everybody I knew in New York was running around like a bunch of fiends. It wasn't about joy. It was something to cope with. So it's kind of an anti-Christmas Christmas song. But it made, much like most of my songs on my list, it made... The KB Toy Store Muzak Mix. I could see that, yeah. And that was like... Well, it, it, it's so poppy. Five in the morning till uh, 11 at night, listening to the same, like, 20 songs over and 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 over I once drove from Allentown to Killington, listening to the top 10 station because the person we were in the car with wouldn't turn it off I heard the same 10 songs for like 12 hours straight wait a top 10 station only plays 10 songs uh yeah it was it was literally like top 10 what uh, is this like a serious station no it was i forgot what the hell because i heard top 40 but i never heard top 10 no this is like a top 10 this was early on this might have been like some kind of streaming thing oh that uh but yeah it was just she put it on a loop and i had to hear the same if i had to hear kings of leon one more fucking time <laughs> what my sex is on fire uh was it that one what was the other one that was their i think that was their only top 10 no, they had another one that was. Yeah, it might have been radioactive. No, that wasn't them. They have their radioactive. No, that... They have radioactive, but it, their theirs wasn't a top ten. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're only top ten. They had nine top forty singles, but uh, you somebody notion. It might have been sex on. Fire. It had to be sex on fire. song made them superstars they won a grammy for radioactive 
But it wasn't as big as the radioactive, radioactive. Um, That's because they got that on the MLB game. Yes. Whenever you, whenever you get on the loading page for a sports game, you're, you're set. People hate the song. Uh, the song is told from a perspective of a busy single woman adamant not to participate in the exhausting Christmas period. She has turned down all our invites. She resolves to miss this one this year. This, this should be the theme of Christmas this year. Since... We all have to stay home and not have Christmas to, you know, save, stop our grandparents from dying. Uh, we should say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, but I think I'll skip this one this year. So, um, and then she talks about early in the year, she met an appealing man at a ski shop, got the digits, but she didn't have time to ask him out. That's her. That's a whole lot of her fault right there. And despite their attempts to meet, the following months, uh, a, a basically a comedy of errors keeps them apart. And uh, on Christmas Eve, the woman's roasting the world's smallest turkey for herself when she realized she forgot to buy cranberries. At the 24-hour grocery store, she runs into said man from the ski shop, who also, per happenstance, forgot to buy cranberries. Bringing her Christmas... To a very happy ending. Finally, ending the song. Couldn't miss this one this year. So, and all the hubble squeezer and the stuff we get caught up in. Sometimes it's the little things that makes the holiday season right. Imagine I'm dragons. Trying, I'm it. just trying to think of anyone that would buy a small turkey for themselves. Like, you have a fridge, right? Why roast a small what one? I, did. I cooked a I cooked a twenty pound turkey for two and three quarters people. And then what did the rest of your family? Eat? Shut up! Uh, stop setting me up for that one. I know. Eighties <laughs> <laughs> uh, new wave. It's the way to go when you're listening to Christmas Christmas music. Squeezer, your next pick, sir. Oh, you changed them around on me. Did I? I just. Yeah. I gotta go with I think flows better. I'm sorry, we just ruined Ferris and Ishmael's show. I guess they're not big Imagine Dragon fans. But every time you load up MLB 13 and fuck, every time it would kick in. God damn it. Here's Squeezer's next pick. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel You're as cuddly as a cactus You're as charming as an eel Mr. Grinch You're a bad banana with a Greasy black peel Squeezer? Yeah This is a classic right here Oh, hell yeah It's, It's... And it's funny, when I was listening to it, I was reading through the comments, and it really is, everyone's saying, like, this was the first diss song. Yeah, especially when it's sung by... And it's so clever. Especially when it's sung by Tony the Tiger. Yeah. 
It, 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 You're it's great. This guy it, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's written by Dr. Seuss himself. Um, and uh, which is, if you think about it too, like he, he is always weird. You know, of course, in all his writings. But when you hear the lyrics to this, it's a lot darker and a lot harsher than what you would normally have think of when you hear Dr. Seuss. Um, although he was guilting people into uh, joining the war effort and dismantling communism. But um, yeah, no, I, I love this song. And it's. The lyrics are just, it's just fun to sing along with. The lyrics are clever, and it's kind of like random shit that you would just come up with on your head. Um, and because who doesn't love arsenic sauce? I hope Ian likes it. Um, it it's just, and also it goes so well with the, the, this, the sequence, uh, the cartoon. I love this cartoon. As far as your answers go to uh, how does live action, do I like it? It's a little too, um, how do I put this, uncanny valley for me. There's something just off-putting. I've There's never seen. discomfort level that comes with it. I've never seen anything but the original. I didn't see the Jim Carrey live action, and I did not see the Scott Moser CGI. Oh, that's Cumberbatch. right. They did that too. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. it I feel like it. It's better served as a special too. You know, it's in out. You get it. Get the point across. Um. It, it's. Yeah. I. I don't think it needs to be a full feature. Full feature film. Because the whole reason, uh, the whole point of the show too, is just to get you, get you to this song. Is it? You know, it, it's all it, the whole the whole show is based around like this song. It gets you to it, and then afterwards, then you just all right. Now we ease back out, and he can have his heart grow, you know, ten sizes, and finish it out. But yeah, you, you could easily like if you just said, "Hey, we're going to just play the Grinch, the the musical sequence of the Grinch, um, at like eight oh five, whatever." I'd watch that. That's what you tune in for, huh? I, I'm hold on. I don't remember the whole. I haven't seen it in years. Grinch who stole Christmas. He doesn't like Christmas. Because Whoville's a bunch of, like, you know, right. self-righteous douches. It's based on a book, love Christmas. Right? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. How yeah. the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a grumpy, solitary creature who attempts to put an end to Christmas by stealing Christmas-themed homes from the nearby town, Whoville. Oh, wait. So this is part of the... This is in the... Uh, Horton Hears a Who. It's, it's Marvel. It's MCU. Yeah, yeah, it's the Grinch, it, or it's the Dr. Seuss MCU. The Seussiverse. The Seussiverse. Uh, hey, look at that. You just I think you just coined that. <laughs> or it's probably already out it's there. It's probably right? already out there. Uh, so Dr. Seuss working on How the Grinch Stole Christmas adaptations. It's adapted in the right. Oh, Chuck, yes, Chuck Jones. 
uh, did the animated special in 1966. Boris Karloff, voice of... Um, they're right. Or was it Thurl Ravenscroft? Yes, it was Thur- Thurl Arthur Ravenscroft. I'm sorry. Sang the song. Boris Karloff narrated and yes. provides the voice of the Grinch. Thurl Ravenscroft. Frankenstein. Yes. Yes. Thurl Ravenscroft sings You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. And he uh, was the voice of Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got Tony the Tiger and Frankenstein in the same. Uh... Well, to me, short. Sure. Ter- I, I think that, that's the, the problem the with uh, this all. Oh, Ron Howard directed um, the 2000 live action with Jim Carrey before he became a Philly. Huh. No, nothing. Huh? Wait, I, I, I said Ron Howard directed the 2000. Oh, uh, I was I making a joke. Ha 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 Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Ah, that's great. Um, yeah, I think the biggest problem with and and why I think the twenty-five minute cartoon works better than a full-length feature is the cartoon is based off of the book, which is a Doctor Who or Doctor Seuss book, not Doctor Who book. (laughs) Um, from a phone booth, Uh, a Doctor Seuss book that's sixty-nine pages long. So, there's already few words to begin with, really. Mm-hmm. So, take a Dr. Seuss book that's 69 pages long. It's probably, what, really 10 pages in actual text? Mm-hmm. That's roughly 10 to 12 times shorter than the shortest of short scripts would be. Well, the plot of the one that just came out, the the Grinch, as it's called, Mm-hmm. It's called The Grinch. It says, In the town of Whoville, the human-like people called Who's are filled with excitement about celebrating... Oh, it looks like it's the same one. Meanwhile, six-year-old Cindy Lou yeah. notices that her mother Donna is overworked, trying to take care of herself and her twin infant brothers, Buster and Bean, initially decide to send a letter to Santa Claus to help her mother. Cindy encounters The Grinch. He sarcastic- sarcastically tells her that if the matter is so urgent, she'll have to talk to Santa face-to-face about it. She takes this response literally, attempts to go to the North Pole to talk to Santa, but when Donna tells her that it'll take a month to travel there, she instead decides to try trapping Santa with the oh, wow, this really is fucking Yeah, it's all now now it's all filler now. Yeah. Cause it, it's not the story anymore. Now you're just trying to yeah. now you're just stretching to fill time. He even uh creates, it, it cuts the roast beast at the, the end, right? I didn't see that one. No, in the the, the original one, he even stole the roast. Oh beast, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. He cuts the roast beast. Cuts the roast beast. Yeah. yeah. I always it. wanted some of that. <laughs> I, that's what I was fishing for. Yeah. Yeah. Make me some roast beast. <laughs> have that this year. Ah uh, man, what a name, Thurl Ravenscroft. That is pretty badass. That's like the sickest evilest name on the planet well do you see the guy yeah he looks evil he died in at the age of 91 in 2005 he looks like mr house <laughs> you're great 
50 peeps. years. 50 years he did the voice of Tony the Tiger. Till he died. Jesus. That's fucking nuts. He sang No Dogs Allowed in Snoopy Come Home. Oh. Snoopy Come Home. That was a, that was, that was a sad movie. I didn't like yeah, that movie. Yeah, that one's hard to watch. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know what? I think... I think the Peanuts or Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special is my new favorite Charlie Brown uh, holiday special. I just enjoy it. The music is better. We played the theme last week. Um, it's nice. I don't know. It's it's. There's no message in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not preachy. It's just good old-fashioned fun. I got to make that a Thanksgiving staple. Yeah. That's a fun special, and I love the soundtrack. I was listening to it on why we are out on our deck on Thanksgiving, because 2020. It's freezing. It was it was snowflaring today, but on Thanksgiving, we were out on the deck in, in, in shorts. I only put pants on yesterday. Yeah, it's crazy. And he yeah. means like pants at all yeah. not even just shorts yeah. yeah okay my next pick let me double check what it is because my list is kind of all over the place and i have a very thorough reason why no i really don't um okay here's my next one Malakilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Malakilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Malakilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way To say Merry Christmas to, to Squeezer ah. What a, this song always makes me think of Every time I hear it I think of a scene in um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation With Clark staring out the window Mm-hmm. Visualizing in his mind the pool he's gonna put in with that Christmas bonus. The whole family's there, uh, enjoying it. Uh, his family, then the extended family, and even cousin Eddie's there. And all of a sudden, they disappear. Leopard print. Yeah, co- cousin Eddie's in his leopard print thong. And uh, all of a sudden, they disappear. And Mary, uh, the department store saleswoman, is on. The diving board slipping out of her bathing suit 
and kicks it off at the window and it hits in it's a there's a physical hit squeezer which i where'd that come from i i I think it's such a great gag it doesn't make any sense no but it's great like but it's great yeah and then all of a sudden ruby sue wakes him up asking if he's santa claus like god damn it ruby sue (laughs) oh Good thing he, yeah. That could have that could have been Didn't very get any further. Yeah, yeah that could have been very traumatic for Ruby Sue. <laughs> uh trust me. I think her going up her background. I think that is true. It, nothing yeah. new. Yeah, she probably caught that in a compromised situation quite often. Mm-hmm. Now, what I learned today, researching, because all I know about Mele Kaliki, Mele, uh, oh, hold on, Mele Kaliki Maka is that it's from this movie and that it's on the Bing Crosby Christmas album. Now, he it was written by some man named uh, R. Alex Anderson, and Bing Crosby would... Uh, hold on. Uh, he was working at Von Ham Young in 1949, and a stenographer in the office... Uh, just before Christmas was leaving, she was next to him and she said, Mr. Anderson, how comes there's no Hawaiian Christmas songs? She said, they take all the hymns and they put Hawaiian words to hymns, but there's no original melody. Well, that spurred me right away. I thought, what a good idea. I thought this over and over a period of a few days, it came to his head and he wrote it. And Bing Crosby was a good friend and golf partner of Anderson. And Anderson played it for Crosby and then Crosby just was like, surprise, I recorded it, which was like a blessing in disguise for Anderson, because to this day, their family still gets royalties every Christmas Oh shit. all around the world from this song being played everywhere. Um, Damn. Because Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters recorded this in 1950. Uh, 1955, he added and- to the compilation album Merry Christmas, and that's just it, that that. Always... And in our day, I don't know uh, who is I because I, I'm so out of touch. Uh, your biggest acts right now, like not like big five years, like the biggest draws the monsters right now doing that, like releasing Christmas song now. Justin, because that was maybe? Bing Crosby and the Andrew Sisters. Justin Bieber. Uh that was. All right, let's go with 14 years ago, sure. Um, no, he's still pretty big. Is he? Uh, he's got a top. No, he's, he's, he's got always two, looking kind of scrawny when I see him. But. He's got two top 10 songs. All right. Maybe yes, Miley Cyrus. She just put a new album out. All right, yeah, if that's what you're going to go with. That's fine. Smash, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm. Uh, top, Billboard Top 10. I'm going to tell you right now. Billboard top ten. Yeah, maybe Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. It's Eilish. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Billboard top two hundred. Okay. I guess you gotta read the top ten. God yeah, damn but it. there's so much more out oh, there now. Those so you're Korean never kids. Get BTS as big as back then. That's the thing. BTS, that's the big act. Oh, there you go. The fucking yep. Korean kids. Yep. Yeah, they're huge. That's they're <laughs> the Andrews sisters. Yes. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> definitely a little less hairy. But. Yes. 
Smoother. Especially in 1950. Right. Um, I don't know anyone else on this. Well, I mean, I know Ariana Grande, but I don't know her song. It's BTS. They're number one. Megan Thee Stallion, Good News, is number two. Ariana Grande, Positions, is three. Uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke is four. Future and Little Uzi Vert has a song called Pluto X Baby Pluto. Oh, Taylor Swift is on the top ten, of course, with Folklore. Uh, Luke Combs, What You See Is What You Get. I think I've worked his show before. And I worked Chris Stapleton's show before, starting over. I don't really know them. I just know I worked their show. Juice World or Juice WRLD is Legend Never Dies. And Carrie Underwood rounding out the top 10, My Gift with a Christmas Song. There you go, Carrie Underwood. Christmas Song. I don't see... I don't see Squeezer... Um... Oh, these are albums, too. These are top 200 albums. Damn. So uh, Carrie Underwood's Christmas album is number 10. Uh, Christmas by Michael Bublé is 13. Uh, there's some Christmas albums on the top 200. Nice. Rock and People roll. want that right now. That's why we're doing this now. Rock and roll. Well, I mean, we'd be doing it all December, but yeah, I was in no rush. I was in no. What's the opposite of in no rush? I was in a rush, I guess. I was more than wel- welcoming for the Christmas season to kick in. Yeah, I think everyone has this year. Just give it like in in no way. Am, I haven't heard anyone bitch that they heard Christmas music too early. Hmm. No, no. But uh, when BTS puts out a Christmas song, good God. Taking care of business every day, right? Ooh, yes. Okay, so here's the top songs. And it BTS again with Life Goes On is number one. Oh, Justin Bieber is in the top ten. A song called Holy. Featuring Justin Did you know Bieber. something that on purpose or you didn't know I was doing Bachman Turner Overdrive? No, I knew you were doing that, but I didn't know what... BTO? It wasn't... Okay. Uh, I mean, it was a bad joke. I wasn't sure if you were helping me out there or just hoping that it went away. <laughs> no, I didn't know. So you. I just didn't get it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, I apologize. Man, BTS. Those kids. They've got passionate fans, buddy. Passionate fans. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Brenda Lee's rocking around the Christmas trees, twenty-one on the top one hundred. Good for her. That's an old ass song to be on yeah. the top one hundred. You know, it's two above WAP <laughs> by Cardi B and Megan <laughs> Thee Stallion. <laughs> oh, if she only knew, she would be two songs on the ahead of the chart in twenty twenty above a song that's the acronym for wet ass pussy. <laughs> She would know her life was going to mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Squeezer. That's enough tomfoolery. <laughs> Let's get to your next one. This is on the this this album is on the top one hundred in the top twenty right now.
No, this doesn't beat the Thanksgiving thing, but... No, but it's, uh, uh, as far as Christmas goes, other than uh, a lot, it, it's funny. I like it, This though. is like the official Christmas song to Peanuts. But when you turn on the radio, you actually hear Linus and Lucy more than anything. Which one is Linus and Lucy? Uh, the piano one. That dun, 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 like the actual, like, That one? Yes, that one. Yeah, that's in the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, well, that's the theme. Oh. That's basically it's called Linus and Lucy. Oh. Um, and it was all. Uh, it's Vince Guaraldi. 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 Yeah, we'll go Guaraldi. I was um, showing today. That's funny. I, we, we talked about that. I had the show Handsome Corey. We're doing this commercial, and they Vince. Garaldi's family or estate or himself, they, he put out the Thanksgiving theme and I saw it on um, comicbook.com and they made this animated video to it that's not Peanuts related because, you know, they could put the music out, but they can't use the Peanuts. And mm-hmm. I like the animation style. It's very simple and I'm showing it to him, but I could not spell his last name for the hell of it to find <laughs> it. Get a better last name, Vince. Oh, someone call me. <laughs> Legendary. Legendary. Um, but I, and and for me, like I, I Linus and Lucy, like that's one of those. It comes on, and I have to do like the little fake piano playing like keys, even though I don't know how to play. Even though I had how many years of lessons, but I didn't take uh, any of it in. Little Schroeder. Um, no. What's that? I said your little Schroeder. Oh yeah. Instead yeah. of squeezer. Um. Yeah, I, I like the song because it actually comes off as, and it wasn't meant to be, but there's something very dark and sinister about it to me. <laughs> I don't know. Anytime you hear a choir of children sing, it, it just creeps me out. That's just because anytime, and... what's his name, and Arrested Development gets let down by uh, maybe <laughs> he, he, the song plays with his head drooped. Yes. I I can like you can almost if you close your eyes and like if it if you didn't hear this song to the image of like a pan across a uh, a frozen pond with children skating before two like uh like seven year olds uh converse about the meaning of life while holding a blanket mm-hmm. um like you could picture them singing this like tongue in cheek as these children walk into like a factory. <laughs> There's just something dark and sad about it. Um but it's I mean it's not meant to be, but every I don't know, Charlie Brown and I I and I love me some some peanuts, but there is a, a certain I, I don't know, it's the animation or like the seriousness of it. There is a certain level of like I don't know, maybe it's just the way my brain works. I just see I see darkness in it. Darkness. Yeah. Well, same thing. Like, uh, cause uh, Ferris bro- uh, brought up um, uh, Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and I do like that one. And that one's weird. And that's like some weird grapes of wrath. And it always reminds me of the Simpsons episode too, just cause well, I guess they're stuck at a French chateau, so mm-hmm. easy enough. But yeah, there's uh some. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, this does bring me holiday cheer when I hear something. Uh, it comes off as somber, no? 
Yeah. Or is it just my interpretation of it? No, I, I, I it's, it is somber. <laughs> because I listened to the wall one too many times. Yeah, I guess so. It's. <laughs> I just assume. I just assume there's no real uplifting songs. Everything has to have some dark, sad meaning to it. Mm, and and you know what? You're exactly right, uh, Ferris. He absolutely has done that way too many times. Um, because like for me, like too, like you could take like you could take Chris Cornell, like the Ave Maria. And it's a beautiful song, but all you have to do is put it to some dark imagery, and it's horrific. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I guess it's time to move on to some more new wave '80s music. <laughs> Coming at you live, WNBC. This song's by former. Oh, hold on. This song's. By former Beatle Paul McCartney, we're listening to Wonderful Christmas Time here on WNBC. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a happy new year. I miss the post. The mood is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply Christmas time Simply having A wonderful Christmas time The party's on The feeling's here That only comes To time of year Simply having A wonderful Christmas time Simply having A wonderful Christmas time The choir Children sing their song. This uh, is the epitome of the KB Toy Store Muzak squeezer. <laughs> oh no. This was on, I think this was on there like four or five times, it felt like. But I was, <laughs> I was pipped. I, I'm a kind of a Paul fan. I've seen him in concert twice. Uh, uh, he's, yeah, he's a pretty big act. Paul McCartney, I do a bad. <laughs> Hold on, I want it. I, oh, no. I want to do oh, a very no. bad impression of Paul McCartney. Yeah, it's as like, soon as it's, it's like, hey, you know, Squeezer, we're going to do the Paul McCartney version of the song. Oh, you like the Beatles, Squeezer? Ah, oh, I'm horrible. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you told me, you said I'm. You told me as I'm leave, walking out the door. You basically told me in a bad Paul McCartney impression that you plan on doing a bad Paul McCartney impression. It's a bad Paul, bad Paul impression, huh? What you want to do, a pull? You gotta really draw. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go Australian immediately. <laughs> it's yeah. It's uh. Well, I mean, no offense, but it's it's Australian's just a lazy man's uh. British English. Whatever. I could do I mean, Australian because we, we talk English here, so I don't know what they say <laughs> over there. I could do Murray from uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, so that's my New Zealand music. Bad meeting. Okay, Brett, present, Jermaine, yeah, present, and I'm Mary, of course, I'm present, all right. First order on the agenda, merchandise. Do we have any merchandise? <laughs> Brett, you think you're a rock star? You and Jermaine are going to cut a lot of ruckus. Have you ever watched Flight of the Concords? It is the funniest show. Uh, okay, one or two, I never really. All right, we're taking a bond shell tour. Want to see all the bond shells around New York City? 
great. They played. Wait, uh, Gritty Goals. They played. Uh, they played music in the overnights, like while you were stocking. They probably just. Thought... I remember. I remember. I remember being there, and like it would just as soon as they closed the doors. When I worked at Toys R Us, as soon as they would close the doors, like it just went. That like you you felt yeah, it was all that silence. that false joy yeah. that they were putting out there for the holiday season. It's like all right now, get your ass out there and put those back on those pegs. Yeah, KB, we um, we shut it off as soon as we cl we pulled that metal gate down. The the music was we would shut the music off to get people out of the store. All right, music's mm. off. All right, time to get out. You know, music's off. Uh, it's like house lights coming up. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then I'd take the, the dust broom, the dust mop, and, you know, do my, my laps. Uh, and I was really, I was the best closer to ha in, in the business. Because I'd have the store closed ready before we even fucking people left the store. I'd be following people around. They pulled something off a rack. I'd be right there behind them to put it right back on the rack. <laughs> I was like Dwight. Um, I was like Dwight working at uh, Staples. I'm literally right here if you need anything. <laughs> Let's go to the next song. Hey, it's Paul McCartney. Hey, me and Squeezer are going to go see what Ringo and George are doing. <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, you could at least... You're better than certain acts I've had to... We've all had to have been a oh, part of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as far as the impression goes. But uh, Paul live is pretty good. I, I saw him in two situations. I saw him at Firefly in 2015, and it was mm -hmm. he knew his audience. He stuck to Beatles and the the Hit Wing songs, mm -hmm. and it was fucking phenomenal. Then I saw him the next year because I'm like, man, Paul, I want to see him again. He was playing Citizens Bank Park. I got really good seats. He did a lot of deep cut wing songs, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> uh, did he bust out the ukulele too? Yeah, he did. He did for both. Yes. Oh, oh, he actually, oh, because he had to do the, what was the big song back then when you went to Firefly? What was the ukulele one? Uh, I don't remember. He had that big hit that everyone was like, oh my God. And it's only because Paul, if anyone else would have put that song out, they'd go, what is this shit? Oh, it's Paul McCartney. Oh, it's wonderful. Let's see if I get Paul McCartney. Oh, I fucking hated that song. Set. All right, Paul McCartney set list at Firefly 2015. It was it was his birthday, so he came out to birthday by the Beatles. They say it's a birthday, <laughs> um, which is pretty cool. Then he did Save Us, Gotta Get You Into My Life, Let Me Roll With It. Is that it? No. Paperback Rider, which I knew. My Valentine. Uh, I didn't know that one. 1985, which is a wing song. Um, then he did Long and Winding Road. I like that one. It's a Beatles song. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Maybe That's... I'm Amazed, which is great. No, maybe. Yeah. You There's play a, that backwards and you get a great for recipe a for soup. lentil soup. Yeah. Uh, I Just Seen a Face and We Can Work It Out. Then he did Another Day, which I is okay. Uh, and I Love Her. He did Blackbird. Great. One of my favorite Beatles songs. Mm -hmm. Here today, dedicated to John. <laughs> New Queenie Eye, then Lady Madonna, Eleanor Rigby, benefit being for the benefit of Mr. Kite, something Obidia uh, Obladah, 
life, you know, life goes on. Band on the Run, Back in the U.S. He's just all Beatles, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Let it be, live and let die, and then he, hey Jude, to kill it out, and that was amazing. Then his encore was high, high, high. Can't buy me love and helter skelter, and his second encore was golden slumbers, carry the weight, and the end. It was fucking fantastic. Like pretty much all Beatles. He oh, knew- so they, they did the whole uh, Abbey Road. He closed it out. Yeah. The melody. Mm-hmm. For, um, there's fireworks. For Live and Let Die, there was fire. Hey Jude, like 90,000 people singing along to Hey Jude was pretty rad. I gotta tell you, it was pretty good, Squeezer. There's a little bit of Jeffrey God. in that. Damn, ukulele song was that I hate. What? Paul McCartney. Ukulele song. Uh, something? No. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's his new song. That's his new shit. He well, I mean, new song. It was like 10 years ago. Yeah, but. yeah. Oh, that was the stuff he did with. That wasn't a ukulele. That Was that the thing he did with. With um, Nirverner, when he said he was in the middle of a Nirverner reunion. Remember after Sandy, the Hurricane Sandy thing? He's like, I found myself, I was jamming with Dave Grohl, and then Pat Smear, and Dave Novoselic were there, and I found myself in the middle of a Nirverner reunion. <laughs> he had an R to the end of it, like British people do. <laughs> Nirverner reunion. Oh, I think it was Dance Tonight. I think Dance Tonight was the song. Dance Tonight. Yeah, 2007. Featuring Natalie Portman. Wait, what? I love this song now. Hold on, it's a Wendy's Chicken War. I'd rather hear that right now. Oh, speaking of, I think I'm definitely going to try my sandwich some point this week. I get some downtime. What sandwich? So I got to get get to Arby's and I got to get to Wawa. (laughs) Okay. But you get an Arby's cheddar, Arby's beef and cheddar. You open it up and you eat all the beef. So you just have the bun with a little bit of cheese left in it. And then you go and you get, and it doesn't have to be Wawa if you're not from, you know, this the good side of Pennsylvania. And take your, take it, and you can just take it because it comes in a nice cup and just kind of like flip it upside down and dunk it out onto the roll. And then you make an Arby's mac and cheese sandwich with cheddar sauce. Is this the song you're talking about? I plan on doing it before I die, because most likely it's going to kill me. Squeezer? I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Oh. I'm playing it on. Yeah, it's something I'm going to dance tonight. Yeah. I want to bust it over, is it? He did, uh, he did like, some sort of weird guitar song with, with, you know what I remember that? Nirvana Reunion. I, I, <laughs> no. Is it? I remember hearing them like all excited. I'm like, and I like some Paul McCartney. I, Eddie no, I, Vedder I killed the Into the Wild soundtrack. That uh, he was just doing the Wolf when he was like, oh, doing that that like chanting. It was fucking rad. That movie's rad. I loved it. And, and that soundtrack yeah. is awesome. Big Hard Sun. Yeah. I <sighs> I have it somewhere. All right, so probably somewhere in a stack of jewel cases in one of these boxes. Here is Mr. Squeezer's next pick. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. 
that's about enough of that. Yeah, it's four verses longer than it needs to be. Yeah, so um, what, what's your story? I just don't know what the hell figgy pudding is. It's like some kind of, it's like a vague term for shitty <laughs> Christmas food. It's British, um, man. It's when you come to the house, you ask for figgy pudding. <laughs> no, but here, here's the thing. You don't ask. So, here's the thing. This is the, the Squeezer origin story comes from this. And I told this before on the show, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Squeezer origin story uh, comes from this. Well, actually, the Squeezer origin story goes back to... The Squeezer origin the, story... Oh, yeah. I, okay, never mind. I was going to make fun of you for saying Squeezer origin story seven times in the last ten seconds. That's but, fine. You can do that. Well, I, I couldn't. I literally could not say it. So no, no that's fine. That's I, ruined, fine. I ruined the joke. Um, uh, hurtful, hurtful RK hasn't been on the show yet today. So just you know, want to call me out for me trying to you know, hurtful Ryan, stammer through I, I something believe. and this... repeating myself, trying to catch my own words and create a thought. You know, it's like Listen, not like anyone else on TV does that nowadays. Um, no matter what your joke is, you stay on brand. The hashtag on the merch is hurtful Ryan. <laughs> oh, what did I say? Hurtful RK. Hurtful. Uh, I can't see, talk I'm tonight. still. I'm just trying to. Hurtful yeah, RK. I'm just trying to. Hurtful Ryan. Yeah, sorry. Hashtag. That's why I stay off the social media. Well, technically, the real Squeezer origin story begins roughly when my parents were celebrating the 19th anniversary of the assassination from John S. John F. Kennedy <laughs> by um, of us talk consummating tonight? their marriage with me. Um, but then, what? I said none of us can talk tonight. Oh, sorry. No, it's you should be, but go I ahead. can't talk either. No, I'm I'm saying yeah, none of us can talk as in you screwed up oh, words and oh, I screwed up. I thought yeah. like I was talking no, over you. No, 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 no. I said none of us can talk. I can't I can't speak and you none of us can speak. Rah! Words. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Blah. <clears throat> um yeah, so I, I had some whole shtick about my parents doing it on the 19th anniversary of Kennedy dying, and that's why I was born in July. Um, it's nine months to the day. Did you know that? True story. Um, no, so in second grade, uh, it was Mrs. Trotman's second grade class from Steckel Elementary. I want to say it was 1991, and Little Squeezer, um, was it 91 or 92? It would have been 92. Because I was a little slow, so my parents put me in school late. So yeah, um, and our school, our elementary school, grades two, three, and four, did Christmas carols, and you'd learn your damn song, and then they walk you up on those little shitty uh, brown risers. That mm -hmm. if the janitor would like, if you see a janitor in your school that's missing a digit, it's because they got their fingers taken off in one of those risers. Mm -hmm. Um, walk us out on there and in our TV studio in our elementary school we would then perform to the cameras they would record it and then uh, take uh, the tapes over to the local station which I didn't know was actually ours I thought the other broadcast station ran up too did they do it as well? Uh, they might have I know we since I started there we ran it though since you started. Well, I I mean, you might have been working there when I was in second grade. I don't know. But um, I remember watching myself on TV. So somewhere a tape of this did exist. Um, by now it's degraded and shredded. Who knows where the hell it got to. It's a shame. And I, I had to sing Wish You a Merry Christmas. And I hated it. 
There was I, I even at at like seven or eight years old, I knew I did not want to be. I I was so uncomfortable up there, and uh, at the same time, it was twofold. One, I was uncomfortable up there, and two. I was raised as a polite young gentleman. And for me, as I'm singing the song, the lyrics now give us our figgy pudding and bring it right here. I'm like, we sound like assholes. Mm-hmm. This is a very rude song. What, what did you be like? Would you please bring me some figgy pudding? May we have some figgy pudding, please? May we have some figgy pudding, please? No, it's give it to us. Bring it right here. We're not leaving till we get any. It is a shitty, rude song, and it's everything that's wrong with the kids nowadays. Uh, yeah, I agree. Sorry. Um, but it did realize, I'm like, oh, if I want to not be on TV, I can be behind TV, and I saw the cameras. I wanted to do that. So that was second grade. I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to be that guy behind the camera. And then I tried to get into it. And they said, no, it's only for kids that go into the gifted and honors program get to do that. And in hindsight, I now laugh at that because (laughs) no one that is gifted in honors has any intellectual ability whatsoever works behind a camera in television in any facet. Wait, wait, wait. Going to the very top. Okay, hold on. Take that back. Take that back. No. No. There's gifted and there's very smart people, whether they fall somewhere on the social spectrum. Well, yeah, there's, there's a different story. There's, there's when when they say gifted, yeah, yeah. There's there's a, a different not not that kind of gifted. You and I are definitely very gifted in that sense. You are gifted in the fact that you recalled the exact down to the minute of the day that you walked into a Bradley's and bought two CDs. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it may it may it was very disappointing. I had to wait all the way until I got into the. I do, so it was second grade, so ninth grade. So it took me seven years, seven years until I, I, I got my shot. Because I think by then, in the first year, um, they didn't actually have a formal TV program. It was just like a club, and they took anyone, and I kind of showed up. It was like Winston showing up looking for a job. If there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. Well, guess what, Winston? <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> Not anymore. Not for most of, not for most of us. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah. So I, I, there. Part of me loves this song, um, and then most of me absolutely hates this song just because I, I truly do. The, the figgy pudding lines actually piss me off. It's very rude. That, that seems rude, and it seems like a bad thing to make kids do. Um, all right, everybody, we're going to do a little impression here, and I'm going to do my worst of my worst oh, impressions. Oh, oh hang on. But before, uh, I, I didn't miss the whole conversation here. They're talking about old Fezziwig. I didn't get old Fezziwig in my Christmas pack. Maybe I got the wrong one, but that pissed me off because I love it. It's not in there Fezziwig. anymore. If you would read, it's not in there anymore. Oh, they, that's, I'm trying. I'm just kidding. They discontinued it. Oh, uh, you know what? It's and I think Sam Adams. I'm I'm glad he's dead. I'm not sure if it's White Christmas anymore. It's called Holiday White Ale now. Yeah, I I didn't like the Holiday White Ale, but uh, I want my old Fezziwig back. It's Boston Lager, which is always in there. Winter Lager, which is always in there. Sam Seventy Six, which I think is gross. 
Yeah, American yeah, IPA yeah. and uh, the the Holiday Porter. The Holiday Porter. I like the Holiday Porter. Um, and then yeah, the Winter Ale and Winter Water. I I was pissed when I didn't see the old Fezziwig. Okay, so I was right. I thought I missed something there. There used to be a chocolate porter in there, back in the Dizay. Yeah. My mom would always buy me that, and I did not like it. And I would wind up throwing it. I should have saved them. I could. I could have. You son of a bitch! They age like a fine wine. That fine vine doesn't age properly. I'm pretty much my only Sam Adams I love, and I drink it like gallons of it. Is the Sam Summer Ale? Oh, that's my mm-hmm. favorite. Uh, nah, old Fezziwig is one of my favorite. So we're going into a bad impression, really quick. Hey everybody, you're listening to Magic 102.9 WMJ WMGK. This is Delilah, late night with you, talking about our favorite Christmas songs. We've got Jeffrey on the line. He's got a request to make. Oh, yes, hello, Delilah. Uh, I'm out driving uh, around looking at Christmas lights with the wife and the... Oh, uh, right, uh, okay, Ryan, shut up. Uh, your fly's down. Hold on, the kids are a bit behaving. We're driving around looking at Christmas lights, and we'd like to hear a, a song that reminds my wife of uh, happier times when she's not with all of us. Uh, could you do that for us, Delilah? Ah, uh, sure, Jeffrey. What song would that be? Oh, uh, 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 remember the Christmas, uh, 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 remember, um, uh, by Johnny Rogers, uh, and, uh, Lollipop Morton, um, I think I know what you mean, Jeffrey. You have yourself a great Christmas, everybody, and everybody listen to this wonderful Christmas classic by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. It's a Christmas to remember, I'm Delilah, WMGK Magic, 102.9, Delilah, Delilah, you made this a Christmas to remember, springtime <laughs> feelings in the middle of December, strangers meet and willingly surrender, oh, oh, what a Christmas to remember. Christmas to remember from the Once Upon a Christmas Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton album from 1984, Squeezer. My mom had this on cassette and played the living fucking hell out of it. It always reminds me of Delilah's Christmas music she played. We'd listen to WMGK and she'd make my dad drive us around so she could look at Christmas lights. I fucking hated that. Oh my god! Uh, That—that's the go-to now. It's all the look. It's not about seeing the Christmas lights. It's giving your mom a chance to just sit down and not have to deal with your shit. That's all it is. That's her chance to relax. She's just sitting there in the car, looking out the window. She's not looking at the lights. She's staring off into the nothing. Wonder where she her made mind, not worrying uh, about having to raise you because you're strapped down. Why my dad's making wrong turns in the car? She's worrying about thinking about what wrong turns she made in her life. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, not wrong turns. It's just a, 
You're, one's you're named Ryan, grasping. one's named Chris, one's named Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dolly Parton is a national treasure, first Just, of all. Oh, we should have stopped with Chris. I know. And Kenny Rogers, he's the gambler, man, you know? He's, mm-hmm. he's, he, he gambles on projects like this, and they work, because he, he knows when to hold them. Um, he is also a chicken mogul. Squeezer. Oh, yeah? Kenny Rogers oh, Roasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Yeah. It's a good name. <laughs> Should use that more. Dolly Parton, uh, of course, was in uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade singing at the end. Uh, and again, mm-hmm. I still think she's a national treasure. I love Dolly Parton. Oh. I love I- How can you... Do you see that she uh, is solely responsible for us getting a vaccine? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, so this this uh, album... this I know the... Uh, Fine and Dandy, Hard Candy Christmas. There's so many songs in this that my mom just played over and over. It just is like that Alabama album that I talked about in the last <laughs> with Thistle Hair, the Christmas Bear, and Dander Tennessee Christmas. So as I'm scrolling through last year's, or well, three years ago show, mm-hmm. and I'm scrolling through it, and I come across this, and I'm listening and listening, I'm like, what the hell are we listening to? Thistle Hair? And I had to listen to the whole bit for you to explain it to me again. This all air, the Christmas bear, spreading good news everywhere about Christmas time. That's and that's what led me to tell the story about Alabama and when we had to do video for them. And their manager's yeah. like, "Listen, their wives and girlfriends are sitting. There's three of them, three leads, and their wives and girlfriends are sitting in the crowd, and they will time how long each of them are on the screen. And they all have to be up there at exactly even amount of time. You know how much pressure that puts on me. I can't do math." <laughs> that- that sounds like a healthy band relationship. Yeah, right there. I know, right? Uh, so uh, Rogers and Parton, Dolly and Kenny, as I should say, worked together on the ooh, infamous ooh, ooh. 1983 single "Islands in the Stream" song. Popular, very. Popular. Do I know that one? Uh, Let me hear it. Let me hear it. We'll, we'll play it for the sweet boy. I have Apple. This is going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone knows this one. Islands in the stream. Dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Okay. You uh, Michael, Scott, and Jim sing it as a duet at uh, karaoke. Remember? Yeah. So they did this together, and Kenny was like, there's gold in them there hills, and knew that there was money, be- the two of them working together. And Oh, there's he- money in those hills, all right. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, the big joke was, uh, what, was sha- tasteless. what shampoo sure. does Dolly Parton use? Head in boulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Dolly's a sweet woman, and I, uh, you know, as a kid, I was a child's joke, and I made it as a child. Yeah, yeah. It's... So they did um, ten songs. It was "I Believe in Santa Claus." I believe in Santa Claus. Uh, they did "Winter Wonderland" and "Sleigh Ride Medley." Christmas Without You, The Christmas Song, Christmas to Remember, 
with bells on, Silent Night, Greatest Gift of All, White Christmas, Once Upon a Christmas, and Hard Candy Christmas. I'm barely getting... And I, I believe that's from, Hard Candy Christmas is from Littlest Whorehouse, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yes, it is. Mm, okay. Which Dolly Parton, which was one of my mom's favorite movies. My mom was a big fan Um yeah, it was a it was a thing back then. What? Best little whorehouse. Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. No, just Dolly in general. She was the. Uh... Yeah. Something to live vicariously through when you got three uh, three kids. You got to strap in the car to drive around so you can get a little peace of mind. Yeah, but it, uh, uh, I don't know what my thought was going to be. I just know as a kid I hated it and. Uh, yeah, that's it. I was just like, mm. she's like, come on, get in the car. We're getting in the Bronco. We're going for a ride. Oh, nice. Just like, that's what they said to Al Callings. <laughs> I would have preferred his ending. <laughs> um, yeah, but now you look up back on it and like you hated it, but now you look back and you have the, it's those fun, sad memories. Well, you got excited for the Chris, like the Christmas music, you know, and, and Christmas coming. It, it was all like. Leading up to material items and engorging yourself on junk food. It's pretty mm-hmm. much what Christmas was was all about. Okay. All right, Squeezer, your last pick. You decided to go a little new wave yourself, huh? Hi, Schmuffin. Hi, Schmuffin. Uncle Squeezer says hi. I'm going to be in the next reimagining of Wham. (laughs) Howard Stern was just talking about Wham. He was talking about his WNBC days, and they had to play a lot of this music when he was on there. And um, he went to play rock, obviously, but he was making fun of all this new wave music, which I actually like. And he was like, they they told him, all right, you're going to have Wham on the show. Don't ask him if they're gay. This is a family show. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. And the first thing he asked me was, so are you guys gay? <laughs> uh, what year would that, would that have been like 80, 84 ish? Like right when this was 83. coming out? It was probably early when like wake me up. Even before. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know where you would get that idea from because I saw the music video for this. You know, back in the day, and I just watched it again before the show. And that he, well, first of all, he's definitely the most manly man looking man I know to drive a Jeep. Um, you know, it's not saying much, but man. Orange frappa, frappa mocha chinos. <laughs> they all drive those Jeeps in Zoolander listening to the Wham. Remember? Uh, well, when, and is the, that where they got it from? I must be. Is that where all you all these Jeep people got it from? You're all just wanting to live in a in a Wham video. Schmuffin staff driving up to the mountains. Schmuffin and, and half, half the video half the video looks and it is shot like it, it's the B roll of like the uh, 
when you turn it, if you go to a ski resort and you turn the TV on and there's the video that plays on the TV, like welcoming you. Right. That's what this feels like. <laughs> um, and it, it's, so the lyrics are nonsensical to convoluted at best. Um, there was a quote I read in an article saying, lyrically, it teems with mixed signals and the potent illogic that defines the best pop. I guess that's a compliment. Um, sure. th this song was a monster. Could have been bigger because there was another uh, George Michael song that came out that exact same year, Christmas song. It was dueling George Michael Christmas songs. Do you know what the other one was? No. What was it? Oh, uh, it was Do They Know It's Christmas Time. Ah, uh, but that was like an ensemble, right? It was, yeah. That was a... Uh, with it band-aid band -Aid, yeah. one of the aids band -Aid. um and not not that kind um but he actually went right from filming the music video to going to record this and actually the proceeds all his royalties from this song went to the same charity that got funneled into um a totalitarian government no regime so you know it all worked out in the end schmuffin what is your desire to get up on the keyboard <laughs> I want to push buttons, Daddy. <laughs> okay, all right, there you are. See, you're on the keyboard. You're gonna, you're gonna, just gonna like cancel the show. I know it. <laughs> all right, Trumpin. Okay. Uh, wouldn't be the first time. That was Olive who did it. Oh. Oh, and she jumped down. Uh, Schmuffin's a little neurotic, so you know. Uh, did you hear Miley Cyrus did a cover of this? Uh, I did actually. Kind of liked it. I liked it a lot too. I know it was Amazon. Let's see if I can't find it. Oh boy, this is how we get booted. Here we go. Her set, a little better than ours, Grizzle. Uh, Paul's gonna be heartbroken when he hears that. <laughs> well, they have much more room. You could see the whole thing, like, and the snow. They oh, you don't see the you don't see the corner. They didn't have to put snow down to cover up the um, the rubber baseboard right. molding on the floor. And and they're dropping the fake snow in front of her, not behind her. Oh, we can do that. We could have if we had room, but we didn't. We'll make it happen. Well, I also like they hear the squeaky pulleys because. I'm yeah. sure their ceiling isn't seven feet above the microphone. Yeah, so. it's a giant soundstage. Yeah. Should get one of those. Next. But um, once bitten and twice shy, is that like a vampire thing? I always thought that. That's what I thought too as a kid. I forgot what that I I forgot what that means. Like your yeah. Oh, it means uh it means uh, like you got you got your ass like handed to you got dumped and now you don't want any uh anything to do with it at all like you got your heart broken once so now you're done with all this shit. Ah, I'm just making that up. Oprah's still alive. I cannot find. Oprah's still alive. Good. I said I hope we're still alive. Oh. Because I'm not on the page anymore. 
Yeah, Ferris just chimed in. Oh, he did? That was you, are we yeah. alive? Simply having... Hold on, I want to... Yeah, there we yeah. are. So... Oh. <laughs> I don't want to pin chat. Okay, got it. Yeah. One spit yeah. Jim Carrey. So, yes, um, his first movie. I'm sorry. We kind of detoured there. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was one of those... So, at the time... Um, Wham wasn't exactly being taken seriously, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of frowned upon. It was kind of the epitome of that, like new wave um, shit music. That like the same thing. Like your parents, are like, oh, that's not music. It's just, it's just a drum machine and some guy singing. Um, yeah, it's pretty much what Wham was. But still, it was good. Um, and uh, George Michael. He could sing, and he can write, but he wasn't the most musically inclined, like, instrumentalist. But he insisted that he was going to record this entire album, this entire song himself, and he did. He he wrote everything, arranged everything, and there was, like, it was him and his engineer that recorded it. Where Like, he basically did everything but hit record, Hmm. um, pretty much. But even to the point where the engineer was saying it was frustrating because... Like, he's playing keyboards with, like, two fingers, like you would chopsticks. <laughs> so, like, he knows what notes he has to hit, so he's kind of just doing it like you or I would. <laughs> just do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, it's kind of like playing the key to open up the portal to uh, Eternia, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I found a random Motu reference. Just it's the Radgers. It's got to happen. That's, we're um, all surprised you made a Motu reference. I love the movie. <laughs> Mommy didn't buy me the toys. Uh, well, and I'm much too younger than you. I didn't everything cartoon else. that much. Much younger. You're a year younger. Good God. Uh, a year and 11 days. A year and 11 it's huge. days. huge. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the video for this, like I was saying, there, there's so many different layers to unpack here and it's really uncomfortable. First of all, also they pretty much, they're like, ah, fuck it. And just got drunk at the, the scene at the table, the dinner table. They all just, just started drinking. Um, which I feel lends to the realism, but then it's shot in this way that's supposed to be like this sexual tension building up when she's like looking at him and he's looking at her and like last last Christmas they were mm, 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 you know bumping Christmas uglies and now this year she's with this new guy with a scarf and he's with this new girl that looks like she was in Flock of Seagulls um but the way it's cutting back and forth it's almost like in my head they're talking about they're going to get back together. But their looks are so over the top that not only are they going to get back together, they're going to kill the new boyfriend, desecrate his corpse, and then make love on top of it. Oh. That's that's what I got from it. If so... you watch the video, if you watch the video, think of it in that approach, that they're going to basically make a snuff film with her new boyfriend. Well, that's. I don't necessarily think that's what they intended, 
But again, this is how my mind works, and that's where I—that's kind of where I well, went. It, with it is a beautiful mind. I try to take a different approach to it. It is a beautiful mind, and you are a sweet boy, so there very well could be. And I, I'm a chilly boy. I have, my, I have my Vikings blanket on me right now. Yeah, that would make anyone cold. <laughs> oh God, they—I can't believe they won. Uh, they should be tanking the season, right? Not to go on sports, but oh God, I wasn't even watching. I was. It in, could be worse. They I, could be any. No, it could be better. They could be in the NFCs. I was I was in Target buying X Men. Fig- they have new carded X Men figures that look like the old Toy Biz cards. Uh, and I was I bought Gambit and Rogue on Sunday. Good thing I did because they're gone now at Target. Fucking Target. And um, I was texting Jason because he was looking for Mandalorian figures, and he goes, "Wow, Vikings." Are you watching? I go, clearly not. I'm at Target. And he's I'm like, I want them to lose anyway. He's like, well, they didn't. <laughs> uh, but Dougie came through today, got me the um, Jake the Snake and the Seth Rollins Motu WWE Master of the Universe figures. Oh, nice. Uh, Are you going to please tell me you're going to open that up and just play on your desk the entire time? Or with the, the Snake Mountain Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold yeah. set? Yeah, maybe. And then. Um, you. Diana's friend, uh, Enchantress's friend, was at a Walmart and sent her a snap, and they had Mr. T and Bray Wyatt, and I need that in Series 4, too, but she didn't get to him on time, so I gotta, I gotta, either, one of us has to go to a Walmart tomorrow. I need that. I I, I gotta go to Wegmans. I need rolls (laughs) and soup. Rolls and soup? French onion? I need rolls for dinner. I need soup. No, I, I like their soup selection. I like the broccoli cheddar, and they have a good clam chowder. Hmm. All right, so we're on. Can my... I keep clams in the fridge at work? Sure. Until I get home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. I <clears throat> you do realize though that if your Vikings were in the NFC East, they'd be in first place. They would be. They'd be like dominating if they were in the NFC East. They'd be dominating. <laughs> That's how bad it is over there. Yes. All right, let me get to my last pick. We're almost done, Squeezer. Here is my last pick. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas, and when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Ho, ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holy jolly Christmas Ah, what does this make you think of? Oh. Oh, Rudolph the Red... It's, it, I, 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 I see a snowman Yeah. singing to me. Right. It's Sam, Sam the Snowman. Uh, Burl Ives is uh, Sam the Snowman, and he's singing... Have a holly jolly Christmas, and um, 
It's uh, one of the, I guess, with Charlie Brown and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Squeezer, and we've covered them all now. Rudolph is one of the annual traditional Christmas holiday showings. They used to only show one telecast a year. Uh, and when we were kids, that's like the big night of the year. You, you live for that. Uh, all, yeah. all of these specials. But the three big ones are Charlie Brown, Grinch, and Rudolph. And... <laughs> All of which came out 20 years, 10 to 20 years before most of us were even born. Yes. But they, they're still huge. And we're talking 1964 mm-hmm. was the first Rudolph telecast. And our parents were kids at that point. <laughs> uh, Rudolph. Yeah, my parents were born in 56. So four and eight. They were eight. <clears throat> yeah, my dad was sitting there watching Rudolph, smoking a cigarette. Just... <laughs> Drinking a warm bush. <laughs> drinking a warm but uh, i don't know if he was drinking but uh, uh, 1964 mm-hmm. yeah he was it was definitely smoking though uh, what year was your dad born 51 he started when he was 12 jesus christ 12 or 13 he started yeah <laughs> like <Yeah>. little dave <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you did back then well smoke it's 51 so okay he's He's just five, he's five years older than my parents. So he, um, they were he was yeah he was thirteen then so he might have been smoking. Oh, that, I guarantee you. It's uh, well no filter. Yeah, you got a camel. Just just, just tree bark and nicotine <laughs> wrapped in parchment. Uh, Burl, I- uh, Burl Ives, Sam the Snowman, does a few songs. I think he does Silver and Gold, right? Silver and Gold. Uh, yes. Yep. Um, and he does Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and uh, Holly Jolly Christmas. There's Jingle, Jingle, Jingle. Jingle, 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 blah, 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 blah. I am Fat Chris Kingle. I'm the King of Fink and Jingle. Believe of the lyrics. Uh, then there's We Are Santa's <laughs> Elves, which I can't tell you that go, how that goes. Then there's There's Always Tomorrow. There's always tomorrow for this song to fit. It's really I, I actually, out of place in know this what? movie. I, I love it. That song almost got me my ass handed to me um, the other day. Why? Um, so uh, Mrs. Squeezer, you know, she's home. With the girls, and the night before, she asked me, "Hey, can you just can we get up a little earlier? I want to take a shower, you know, because it's not something that regular happens with two small children in the house. And you know, me since I leave the house, I'm a fat guy. I got to do it every day because I'm, you know, the smell. <laughs> so you know, you're a sweet boy. For me, you're yeah, sweet. and I'm a still chilly boy. Um, so I, it's you know, as a fat kid, it's the biggest fear. You don't want to be a stinky fat kid. You can be a fat kid. You don't want to be a stinky fat kid. So you get mm-hmm. a shower. Sure. Um, but she asked about getting a shower. I'm like, absolutely. Just get me up. Do it. It didn't happen. I had to go to work. And she's like, I didn't get a, she's like, I didn't get that shower. I was like, I'm I'm walking out the door and I'm like, well, do you know what Clarice says about this? She's like, what? I'm like, and I go into it. I'm like, there's always tomorrow for dreams to come true. And (laughs) She just started wailing on me, mm. and I deserved it. Mm-hmm. But I thought, <laughs> I, like, I ah, thought ah, it, was, ah, 
well-placed jab. Look at her go! Oh, good God, she's unloading! It was one of my proudest moments, too, because I just broke... Usually I break in the song and it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In this case, it, it actually worked. Uh, well, of course, there's Always Tomorrow, and then there's a song that you and I sing at work. We're a couple of misfits. Why am I such mm -hmm. a nit wit? <laughs> You can't fire me. I quit. Then there's silver and gold. Oh, there's always someone singing at that. Yeah. <laughs> at oh. least one person a week. Silver and gold means so much more when I take to the pawn shop. I don't know the lyrics of most of these. The most it's the most wonder the most wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're more the island of misfit fit toys, really. Yeah. I'm yeah. the lion that flies over you guys, but I'm a flying lion, so I'm a misfit in myself. I'm the jack-in-a-box. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm the set. What's it? It's a billion-in-a-box or whatever. What is it? Billion, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, billion, was it billion-in-a-box? Although, I didn't know. So, do you know why Clarice is there? Why Clarice is where? The doll. Why? What, Cla Clarice. You know, did you realize what's, what's wrong with the doll? She cries. Not just that she cries, but she's emotionally devastated. She's an insecure, um, depressed doll. And that's why she's on the island. She's Dolly. Not just that she cries. Hmm? She's Dolly, not Clarice. Clarice, Clarice is oh, the... Oh, Clarice is the fucking the, deer. Yeah, the deer. Yeah. She, deer, so her it, misfit yeah. problem is never explained on the special. Many, many decades later on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me news quiz show... Rudolph's producer, Arthur Rankin Jr. of Rankin Bass, noted that Dolly's problem was psychological, causing, caused by being abandoned by her owner, named as Sue in the special, and suffering depression for be feeling uncared for. <laughs> oh, shit. That's where they got Jesse from. Huh? Toy Story 2. Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um... Was still a good idea from somewhere. You know the voice of uh, uh, Santa Claus always made me think of Yosemite Sam, but it's not. It's not that. Uh, it's not him. Oh, like yeah. I thought I was gonna get excited. I'm trying to find Yukon Cornelius. What would Hermie? Stan Francis to Santa Claus and King Moonracer, the winged lion who fights over the island. Oh, Char I'm a Charlie in the box. I'm the island uh, sentry. Yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm not a, a jack in the, in the box. box. I'm a Charlie on the box. Nah, I'm the shitty elephant. Mm, Jake's the squirt gun that shoots jelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uncle Bix is the airplane that can't fly. Yeah, wait, wait, why is... No, Uncle Bix wait, is the why, toy car that only drives in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's not the Bumble. Um, <laughs> no, Captain's the Bumble. No. <laughs> we discussed this. <laughs> he, he's the Bumble at the end after his teeth ripped out. He's reformed! Uh, oh, I got a, I got a very charming story. Very charming story. Okay. So the, sa the Saturday before Thanksgiving, I went out to get the ingredients to make the Golden Graham uh, Dinosaur Dracula recipe. at Gi I went to Giant on Cedar Crest in, uh, and Tillman. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I'm yep. in there. And this is like the fifth time this has happened. Across from the legendary Texaco station. No. That's Weiss. 
The Giants up oh, the up the road by the oh, McDonald's. The giant, uh, up by the the Outback. That by I the didn't out- have my wedding reception. At. Yes, yes. Now you got it. So. And this has happened to me. I say five. It might have been ten times in my life. Like an old lady will ask me to reach for something. For some reason, old ladies find me approachable, and they ask me to reach mm-hmm. for things in grocery stores for them. So this happened again. I had my headphones in and everything, but for some reason, this old woman's like, "Can you please reach for that and grab it?" And so I, I reach up, and it's a bag of Dove chocolates, and I get it for her, and I hand it to her. I go, "Here you go." She's like, "Oh, thank you so much." And some guy down in the aisle goes, "Looky what he can do!" <laughs> I was fucking dying. <laughs> I was like, that man's a genius. It didn't dawn on me at first. I'm like, was he like, I'm like, oh my God, he was talking about Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> he wants to... It's like, what a genius. Bravo, sir. He did it in the voice too. It was great. Oh. <laughs> ah, it was great. That is, I hope that fella's listening. Uh, it, uh, it's a weird position to be so approachable. I'm not like a giant. I'm six foot tall. I'm not no. like super tall, but I'm tall enough that an old lady thinks I could, I could reach any well, shelf in a grocery yeah. store. Yeah. I, I had my, my favorite old lady interaction was when I was, I was in college. So I was at Kutztown and I was at the little, I think it was a Weiss out there and I'm, getting a few things that's jake's wife are you kidding so you me to, like buy your own food yeah hmm? that's jake's yeah. wife what's that that's our our squirk on that shoots jelly that's his go-to wife that's his go-to wife yeah, yeah that was that was my go-to wife for ramen noodles and whatever but i actually like cooked real meals for myself so i was in like the baking aisle i forgot what that was. i was probably getting like just some garlic powder or something but there's this little old lady and she's in the with the baking goods she's like excuse me she's like where's where Where's all the vanilla? Why do I have to go to the counter? And I'm like, well, ma'am, it's because there's a minuscule amount of alcohol in some vanilla extract, and kids are buying it all and drinking it to get drunk. Oh, really? You got to drink yeah. a lot of vanilla to get drunk, like <laughs> and, a lot. And Oh, yeah. And and she just shakes. She looks at me and like she, in disbelief shakes her. She's like, and she's like, and the sweetest old lady just like that. Oh, oh Lord. Like, oh, those kids. Mm. Like. Meaning, she she was fucking uh, what's her name in Greece, just slugging whiskey and getting laid, mm-hmm. and she's like, ah, and these kids are drinking fucking vanilla extract. She's probably fucking seventy five years old with two kids in their sixties, probably. But yeah, uh, my interaction is for some reason, old ladies always want me to be the reacher. Get up. Oh, I bet they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Reacher on. Wait, what? <laughs> what, what? You. That was all you. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, that's it. That's our Christmas song, Squeezer. So that's the perfect way to end it. <laughs> Talking about an old lady reach around. Old lady reach around. Ah, it's going to be a fun Christmas season. It's something to I look forward so. to. We got four, to- I hope so. four total Christmas shows. And oh, you mean about, like, for us, for the show? For, for not just the show, for us in real life, for our, our Rattomaniacs out there wanting some entertainment this year. Oh, good God, the entertainment. 
Yeah, you got Netflix, you got Disney Plus, Amazon Prime. <laughs> and us. And us. Next week. Oh, yeah. Chris, uh, December 9th, Christmas movies. And, and I have and. I might make Christmas movies and TV shows, but let's just do Christmas movies. All right, let's see where we go. Uh, the 16th, Christmas morning memories. More Christmas morning memories. And then December 23rd, Christmas vacation watch along. Part two. Where we watch the same movie again. Again. Because <laughs> why not, right? It's fun. Yeah. It's a tradi- It's now a tradition. Yeah, I, I think so. And it's just... <laughs> what are we going to do? Talk about the movie? No. No. We're going to talk about how we love the ramb- movie. going to ramble incessantly about nonsense like yeah. we did today. <laughs> we might even do it like a live video squeezer. We might do it that morning at the studio. Oh, boy. Yeah. Because it's our Christmas party. Oh, it's our Christmas party I should probably that start day. working out now, huh? Yeah, get to it. <laughs> Uh, our Christmas right, party gotta, is we all eat uh, catered carabas in different rooms in the building. It's everyone's dream come true. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just various forms of carbohydrates and go into your office and sit quietly and eat by yourself. Yeah. We'll see you next week and uh, happy Christmas, happy start of the 2020 Christmas season. Hopefully it's the best part of the shitty year and uh, we could bring Not some. January is pretty awesome. Yeah. Hopefully we can bring some joy to all y'all out there. We'll be back next week. Same rad time, same rad channel. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Bye, y'all. <laughs>